0: to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry.
1: Hey, welcome to Get Out There and Get Known podcast. I am Pam Perry, and I'm excited today because we're going to talk about how to get on TV. How to get into TV news as a regular TV expert, okay? So we have someone that is going to be talking to us about that, and I'm so excited because she knows all about it. We'll learn a little bit about her backstory, how she got started, and what she's doing up to today, right? So her name is Lynn Smith, and she's one of the people that you want to get to know if you're an expert entrepreneur. She's an expert storyteller. She has been in the news for 15 years or so. You probably recognize her face, uh, i give you a backstory in terms of why I love Lynn. Lynn is a nice person, a good person. Her podcast is called All Good Things. So whenever I get her emails, I know it's filled with good things. She has, I've been watching her for a while and she really does have that uh, inspirational factor not just like hard news, hard news, but she really tries to make a difference. And you can see it, at least I can see it. And I appreciate that about her. You will love the fact that she has something new that's launching today, that if you want to know how to get on those major stages and immediate places, Lynn can show you how to do that. And so one of the purposes of Get Out There and Get Known is that this podcast is to help you understand that the media are people. Uh, most of them are nice. Mm, a few of them are nice, <laughs> and uh, Linda's happens to be one of those ones. And she really wants to help entrepreneurs and experts get out there, get known. So, without further ado, I'm going to bring up
2: Lynn. Yay! <laughs> All right, yeah, let me just tell you that intro warmed my heart. It is exactly what I hope. Either a viewer or a reader takes away that we can all evoke an impact, and we want that impact to be something really positive. So you just made my day. Thank you so much. Yes. yes.
1: So thank you. So it's LynnsmithTV.com, but it wasn't always TV. Did you start out in radio? Did you start out in print? Give us the backstory of like why TV became like the thing for you.
2: I started in polyester actually. I started as an NBC page in Los Angeles seating people at the Tonight Show and doing tours of the Burbank studios and I ended up on as an assistant on an executive's desk and I was rolling calls and I did that for four years. There's no shortcuts to hard work in this business and I ended up Moving to New York with the executive that I served as an assistant for, and had the opportunity to move into news, which had been my passion. I went to journalism school. I was an anchor on the Miami University broadcast, my first claim to fame. And <laughs> uh, my next transition was going to the Today Show as an associate producer, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I was managing eight camera shoots, a lot of them for the seven o'clock hour. And my executive producer at the time said, "You know, if you ever Thought about doing this because I was appearing in a few of them. And I said, Well, this is what I was trained to do, but I didn't want to move to a really small town. And he said, Listen, let's send you to Hartford, Connecticut and see how you do, put together a tape. And I was awful. I had the news director there <laughs> tell me that I was never going to make it to a top four market, that I'd probably never make it to a top 10 market. So they put me on a tape. How corner. old were you? How I was 20. Five twenty-six.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: and yeah. I, they also put me on a teleprompter. And one thing that I will say to anyone out there listening it's not a skill set anyone has naturally. Reading off a teleprompter—that is something that is an acquired skill. And what I did have was this skill of storytelling, and that propelled me from Hartford to Philadelphia to New York into national news. And it was also my determination and my grit to make sure that I learned picked up all the skills. And that's exactly what I now do in my program is to give you that insider information that people don't know unless you've been inside these newsrooms and unless you know what makes a good TV news appearance.
1: And you started at the bottom. I mean, you were a page, you started as an associate producer, you knew exactly what it is that the anchors did from afar being the producer. And then you sat in that chair, kind of stumbled your way through it, but what I like what you said is that there's no shortcut to hard work, right? There's no shortcut to hard work. So you spent paying your dues uh, years before social media, probably. Yeah, yes, I remember
2: actually signing up for Facebook in the, a live news truck in Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's it's totally different. So fast forward to the social media world where you were, in the media, as well as social media. And then you had your show on the air on and HLN, and then you also had your other podcast show in Facebook Live. So tell us, because that's so, that's so different. So sometimes people think that social media fights with the regular media, but you married the two. So tell us about that, how that came about and why you wanted to do it.
2: You know, if you watched my show on the story, on Headline News, it was really focused on stories that were going to be those kitchen table topics. You're sitting around and you really care about this as a mother, as a father, as a partner. These are all topics that really matter to American families. And when COVID hit, um, Headline News actually had to take the broadcasting off the air so that our producers could go to CNN, the mothership as we like to call it, and make sure it could stay on air. And I began reporting from home, and it became the greatest gift I've ever been given. Is uh, sometimes that things that perceived as as disappointments are blessings, and this was certainly a blessing. And I had the opportunity to reach my viewers through my Instagram lives in my all good things. I focused only on positive content because I knew that that's what people needed right now. Mm-hmm. Found mm-hmm. exceptional guests that shared such insights with me and the viewers where i felt like i walked away every single episode so lit with excitement and inspiration to do something good and then we turned it into a podcast but in that time i was working on tv news academy because i felt this need and i had been doing this at conferences and teaching mommy bloggers or or professionals how to cut through the crap, so to speak. I mean, I have 65,000 unread emails in my inbox right now. You have to cut through. And Pam, you know this more than anyone. There's just so much out there that if you don't hook people with that subject line and you don't know how to truly pitch yourself, it is not going to matter how many times you send an email. You're just not going to get through the door.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the shows that you did, uh, Lynn, was a show with uh, Dr. Cheryl Ziegler. See her. I love friends. her. So, tell maybe. us that particular show. Uh, you had her on more than once. I saw her on Facebook Live. I think that was like maybe one of the maybe one of the first shows. But anyway, that's when I really just started watching you on a regular. And I was like, oh my god, this is so good. So, tell us about how Cheryl has made it through. You know the the fray. I guess you say that all the email, you know, stuff, and she's been on air several times as an expert as a tv expert so tell us how you kind of help coach her along
2: yeah she caught my attention at one of those conferences it was a mom 2.0 conference there were thousands of people there and i was giving a presentation on how to become an on-air contributor and she was the first to raise her hand she raised it often and took in a lot of the information that i gave her and i did a mock interview there at the conference And I was very impressed with her potential. I knew that there were things that needed to be polished up. And that's what we work on, you know, working on how to talk in sound bites and how to get a great news peg, which if people don't know what a news peg is, it's finding something that we're going to be talking about in the media regardless. We just want an expert to bring some really great value to the viewer on a topic that we want to be sharing that day. And so I booked her in a little bit of a leap of faith because she had done some local But I knew there was potential there. And most importantly, the differentiator for Cheryl, and I talk about her in my course, actually, she was a differentiator. She wasn't a typical child psychologist. She focused as much on the parents and what they may be going through as she does on the children Mm. and advice on how to parent better. And I think that's just an untapped market. And I encourage Everyone that's listening and everyone who wants to be able to cut through the clutter here is to focus on what is different about you as an expert. You're the only you. There's zero competition if you focus on just being yourself. But what is it that that's 10% edges about you, something that you're doing that no other expert is doing. Sit on that, write that down, marinate in it, and it will separate you from other people. People who know what makes for good television will notice you as a result of it.
1: I like what you said. Marinate on that. Mm
2: -hmm. Marinate on it. That
1: means you have to sit still. You have to get ready. It's kind of like my Ready, Set, Go, Speak program. It's like Mm -hmm. have people spend the most time in getting ready, understanding what it is that they're about, what their brand is, how they're positioning, all of that, just getting ready, getting your mind, what sets you apart. I mean, getting ready because they're so ready to go and speak. It's like, just get me on CNN. I just want to get, it's like, let's figure out what it is that you're going to offer that's different that they haven't already covered. And so one of the things that I like when you talked about with, with Cheryl is that you gave her an opportunity so you did this mock interview in front of how many people
2: oh my goodness we had a couple hundred people and she was not deterred but one thing that i will importantly point out for those of you especially speakers out there the medium of television and looking into that black lens of a camera is so different than looking into an audience of people it's so much harder for many people. So a lot of the people that I coach say to me, I'm a 1,000% stellar on stage, but for some reason, you put a camera in front of my face, and I freeze. Mm-hmm. And I say to you, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm not as strong on stage. I actually would have said it was my biggest weakness in early on in my career that I've acquired skills in, but it's just not natural for me talking into the black lens of a camera is so that's what's important to understand is how to acquire some of those skills that take you out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. that you then become that person that you are on stage just unleashing it for the camera
1: so so one of the things that you teach people is uh sound bites well how to perform or i guess you would say on camera how to Really make a good show. Do you even go? Because your background, you did the show from home, like be, during COVID. So you had to learn how to uh bring a studio into the house, and you know, you got your family there. There you go. It's like okay, make sure that it's like okay, no toys over here. Make sure that, you know, be oh, if the you doll- want over here though, <laughs> <laughs> Put the dog outside. So. Yeah. How do you teach people about the light? Do you teach them about the lighting? You teach them about the appearance, the makeup, the the sound, the, the camera equipment. I mean, do you go over all that in TV News Academy? Because you basically you gotta be like a news station in your own house now.
2: Yeah, check, check, and check. All of those things <laughs> so important. And so we have an entire module dedicated to that. And that's because television's a visual medium so you need to be visually appealing it's just the reality of it professionalism for an appearance is maybe number two in importance being yourself is number one so in the first module we go through crafting that unique story and in the second module we look at the perfect pitch and how to get in the door with i have a pitch template so it's just kind of plug and play once you pick your your news peg and then in the third module we get you polished up so i have an at-home shopping guide where everything in my home studio you know for under a thousand dollars you do have to invest if you want to use a professional camera but for under a thousand dollars you can do something that's similar to this but i also give you the information that if you want to use your webcam or if you want to use a camera on your computer it can be just as effective the kind of ring light to get the kind of bookcases real examples of good and bad sets so that you can see visually different parts of your house that you might be able to craft into this. And I offer something in TV News Academy that are mastermind calls. And I would actually love to gift the first person who does sign up for TV News Academy here free for mastermind calls. And that's a significant value. It's actually almost a $4,000 value Wow. Um, Wow. And in that mastermind, a group of TV News Academy members are there to talk about different pitches that they're thinking about. And in the course, Mm -hmm. I dissect pitches so that people can see exactly with some of the members, what makes a good pitch and what doesn't. Same with at-home sets. So we work through, hey, what do I need to do with my background that's going to make it look stronger? What's wrong with my lighting here? I have a great um, with one of my members. I have a, a great video in the course where she is like, I don't know why my face looks like this. We adjust the lighting and then it um, turns out to be something that looks beautiful. And she just won the Facebook Changemaker Award ah. um, and she attributes it to TV News Academy and the way that she was able to deliver and appear on screen. So it's, so- I'm, it's a passion of mine just because it's all of this information that I've acquired over all this time. And I'm so excited for people at home to be able to just have this insider information from inside the newsroom.
1: From someone is, who's so, in yeah, the newsroom, right. Yeah, right. right? Yes, exactly. So so what would be, I'm just going to ask you this, because this is like sometimes a trigger for me, and, and it could be, it could be a good thing or bad thing, but how do you feel so my background is just black. It's just like it's, it focuses on me. So that's that's fine. But there's some people, and I like your background as well. How do you feel when people have <laughs> like four or five or six or maybe ten different types of uh, virtual black. backgrounds? Well, not oh the virtual background that's crunchy. Don't even do that. Oh. That I hate those. Those are they never look right on anybody. So don't do that. But the 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 screaming I'm important in the background. That's what I call it. You have a plaque. Maybe two, maybe four, and then maybe you have six pictures of yourself in the back. It's like, we're seeing you. Why do we need pictures of you in the background as <laughs> well? Yeah. So, what does that say about a person from a TV standpoint? If I'm on CNN or whatever and I see all of this in the background, I want people to understand that, yeah, you know, we do have to position ourselves as an expert, but
2: this. I don't need to see every single award you've been winning since soccer in the fifth grade.
1: <laughs> oh no! It's like even you know, the soccer award. You know, it's like that's back there too. I won the spelling bee. It's like really. Oh, oh, it's God. the
2: exact same thing when you come across as trying too hard verbally. Uh, mm-hmm. I attribute it to the exact same analogy when you are trying too hard in any form of your business, it comes across. And I think that's the perfect example. If you've got pictures of yourself all over the place, you've got your Emmy, you've got... Now, here's where I feel like it's a little I, bit different.
1: Okay, well, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, if I had an Emmy, I think it'd be sitting right there. It'd be got
2: 15 it. Emmys and all this stuff. It's just a clutter that distracts from you. We want to make sure that you are the focal point and what's yes. behind you is not distracting, but yes. it's very appealing. And so the only exception that I try and make with that is, is for people like lawyers and doctors. So I I specifically have a number of doctors that I coach, and for them, you know, we want to make sure that they have that trust factor. And that doesn't mean showing their diploma from every single uh, area. But I don't mind seeing diplomas in the background. I don't mind that kind of touch when it comes to that. It's being thoughtful, not trying too hard and keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. And you you see examples of that, of where you're not going over the top, but you're getting it just right. And that's the most important. That is it.
1: And what I like about your program is that you focus on exactly what you know. What I mean by that is that you're not trying to tell people how to put together a website. You're not trying to tell people how to do funnels. You're not trying to help them. You're, you're focusing on TV news, how to really become a TV expert delivering sound bites getting on the air writing the pitch and then maybe a little bit probably preparing some of the materials you think do you do, help them with that okay so how to prepare some of those but it's it's it is what i call it. it's pure <laughs> because it's like i'm speaking on what i know best versus like some programs are i remember buying someone else's program and they were good at one thing and they were trying to share something else and they really didn't know that well. And I was like, I I was lost. So tell and us again the tell. different modules. Yeah, tell us the different yeah. modules.
2: And that's what's key. I think the most valuable thing that you can take away is an actual pitch. So you have a pitch template that you walk away with a hard, actionable item that you can say, not only am I prepared if I'm booked, but I know how to get booked. I know how to reach some of these decision makers. So the decision makers in TV news are the anchor, the booker, the executive producer, and some of the producers? How are ways to reach them through social media? How are ways to reach them purely on the website, which is really common in local news? This is a yeah. great strategy in local. Yeah. And the the thing that you talked about specifically of, of getting people ready, like what you do in your program, I cannot stress enough. It doesn't matter if you're booked on television. If you're not prepared to be good on television, it almost does more harm than good because a bad TV news appearance leaves more of a mark than a good one. And not only will you be not be invited back, but that'll live forever on the internet.
1: Oh, I know. I know. That's the thing. I try to say, you're not ready. Let's start yeah. local. Let's start with the smaller ones. Let's, if we're going to make mistakes, let's make it on. Not to say that local TV is bad, but let, eat the cable station, you know, just something yes. like that. Start making, start there, then you can move up because you get, you get more comfortable and, and you get better. So, yes. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. So that's module one, the whole pitch part of that. So
2: module one is crafting the story. Module two is the perfect pitch. Module three, we go into the set where you get everything in the background. And then module four, we get you ready to shine. So this is where you really learn about how to maximize talk time. As you know, Pam, it is valuable television real estate, that thing called time. We Mm -hmm. only have a certain amount of it. I have a producer in my ear as an anchor giving me a certain allocated amount of time and I'm not going to be able to let you go even longer. So I'm (laughs) teaching people how to stay within those lanes of a perfect soundbite so that you're able to get to a lot of information. Two of the things that you always need to be able to be giving people is visuals it's television and value it has to be valuable information and we give you all the sort of do's and don'ts so you don't waste that valuable tv time and there's anchor cheat sheets so that you know what anchors are looking for and there's also a lot about confidence we give you the three pillars of confidence because It's so funny, Pam, every single person that has gone through this program, when I get to the end with them and I'm like, you're ready. You're, you're really, you just got it. And they say to me, well, now I'm afraid to get booked. (laughs) They're nervous. And those nerves, we go back to the pillars of confidence and it's such a game changer. Visualization is a huge part of it too. The other thing is we have 10 really valuable bonus Pieces of cheat sheets and roadmaps and all of that. So you feel like from fashion to makeup, I do my 10, my whole makeup routine is 10 minutes long and I have a video showing people that.
1: I love that. I saw that. I was like, if it's longer than 10 minutes, I'm out of there because I do not have the time. I don't either. I've got two little kids. I'm like, I don't have time to be sitting here and putting on all this makeup.
2: Also makeup for TV is very different than makeup for real life. And it's mm-hmm. something that you yeah, gotta nail because you don't want to be showing up and just looking like. <laughs> yeah,
1: e- even for men, even for men. that's for and We men. have a even men's
2: men. module too when it comes to fashion and men do need to wear some makeup. So we give them those tips.
1: So one of the things that you said, the last part was the confidence piece. And as a publicist, I understand that is, that's something that I really don't, you know, we just do what we do and just don't realize that, okay, you're ready, push you in the pool. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm not ready. And so the confidence piece is really important because sometimes people can suffer with um just a high anxiety about that, about, oh, I'm, I'm an expert, but am I really, am I good enough? So that whole piece, I realized just working, some people will say, I want to hire you as a publicist. And then it's like, okay, boom, 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 I'm booking you. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, I'm not ready. I'm like, what? You said you were ready. You hired me, so that part is a mindset piece that you you would just you just learn it from just really teaching it to people how to really come over that. And that's probably something that you didn't think like, I'm just going to teach you how to get to be ready. But it's like, no, I've got to help you understand that you are ready
2: yeah and that you're exactly right mindset it is such a mindset shift these three pillars that we work through identifies those weaknesses that we think we have the imposter syndrome that i guarantee you at times even someone like savannah guthrie probably faces mm-hmm. i don't think that anybody uh, who has reached a certain point in their career can say that they haven't experienced imposter syndrome so not feeling alone is really important in that but also you know this is about unleashing this great unique person we identify in that first module. This is about getting you excited to be able to do that, not just for media. Yes, this is about getting, crafting, pitching, and booking a TV news appearance. But most of my alumni of this have said, this has made me better in my Zoom calls. This has made me better in my job interviews. This has made me better when I'm on stage, or when I'm, you know, trying to sell a client. And so some of these skills, like confidence and like delivering on camera, since Zoom is not going anywhere or being on a podcast, you know, there's so many different mediums now we have to show up on camera. Mm
0: -hmm. They're
2: getting that takeaway just from the course itself that, you know, yes, it's about getting media booked, but there's an important need to show up on video that has never existed before.
1: Lynn, it's the world of TikTok reels. And this and that, I'm like, I've got to have my own TV studio in my house. I've got to learn how to do this. It's just, I did, when I majored in journalism, it was like, you're in journalism, you have the print PR, whatever. And, and now it's like, you have to know how to do it. You can't have the crunchy backgrounds. You can't try to figure out like, oh, you know, I'm going to do, you have to know how to do overlays. It's, it's, it's a serious thing. Video is the way of the world. That is how. When I looked at the TikToks, I think it was a viral couple, a couple that went viral in Washington DC. Um, one works at Fox, one works at ABC. I can't think of their names, but they're married. They're oh, like a, I know uh, who
2: you're talking about. John oh, and Kira Phillips. Burton, uh, uh, Robert Phillip.
1: Burton, oh. and Robert Burton and Jeanette something other because oh, it's she, not. Oh. Because Robert Burton's is his aunt is actually uh, Cheryl Burton out of Chicago. Okay, and she's an anchor, and so anyway, so they and they do these TikToks, and I'm like, and they're basically like mocking how they think people how they talk at home. So they're using their their news voice at home. I'm like, these are hilarious, and I'm thinking like, okay, I like this because my background is journalism, but everybody loves it. So they went viral, and they were in ad week. I'm thinking like, I like that. okay, so it's not enough for them to do television. All day at work. Then they come home and they write skits on TikTok.
2: <laughs> it's like <laughs> it, our work is never done. Content, it's a machine that needs to be fed constantly, just like the news business. It is a beast, and we are constantly, constantly trying to feed it. And I, I think that that's in some ways exciting because you're able to reach people on all these different platforms that we never could before.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, and I love it. So you're teaching people the real deal in the TV News Academy from someone who's been there, done that working at, uh, name all the stations where you've worked. Well, So
2: I started in local at NBC in Philadelphia and New York and that little stint in Hartford when he never thought I'd make it. And then oh I
1: went. <laughs> we're going to send him this video.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then I went national on early today, which was at 4 o'clock in the morning right before local news. And then Woo! I heard, uh, MSNBC breaking news overnight, and then a show uh, First Look for MSNBC, and then CNN headline news for the last... Seven years. So it's been a 15 year journey, 20 years as a journalist. I started as a a writer for the school newspaper and I have never lost the love of storytelling. It's what inspired me to make this career change and just focus on helping other people tell their story.
1: I love, I love it. Selling, telling stories is really what it is. That's what you've done. That was your degree journalism. It's like, I'm telling stories. You have to talk to people, pull it out of them and then translate it into the media, whatever the media is magazines or print or newspapers or whatever, or television, radio. So that is the thing. So I love that, Lynn. Thank you so much. So people can go to tvnewsacademy.com. They can is it live with you or is it a program? It is with- a
2: program that is uh, four modules that you four can months. take at your own pace or whenever you want. And then we have the four mastermind calls that are live with me that, as I mentioned, I would love to offer to one of your viewers, because this is just such an exciting time for me to be able to welcome new people into this and to finally make it available to the masses, because I've been doing this privately for about six months now. So being able to see this and and offer it to the new group has been really exciting for me.
1: That's good. That's good. So tvnewsacademy.com, it says write what it is, Lynn will teach you. You've got the mastermind calls with her. You can do it at your own pace. And I think one of the things that people really want is to get on television. So you can't, you know, you can't get any better than that. That's what I say. You can't get any better than that. It's like, if you want it, you really do want it. Now you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So that's one of the cool things. So you, you have done it. So thank you so much, Lynn, Lynn Smith tv dot com as well. There's some cool things because they can subscribe to your podcast as well. So that's really cool. All good things. All Thank good you for things. Being and, your, and, your, and your and your newsletters are just always positive. I so that you part that. you spend time on that. <laughs> you didn't throw it together. It's like you spend time on that. So I love that. I know. Although I my mom
2: always is the first to call me if I've made a grammatical error and I'm like, okay, mom, I'm running a business, juggling two kids, <laughs> doing a newsletter. I, I made a small grammatical error. Sorry.
1: It's not a deal killer. It'll still get out. They'll still love it. So I love it. Well, thank you, Lynn. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I will talk with you later. Thanks,
2: Pam. right. It's been a pleasure.
1: righty. God bless.